Hopefully my chat works today. All right, let's do this. Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. And if you are listening to the Frankie D Show right now on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. All right? Subscribe to it. Press the thumbs up. Ding the bell. Do whatever the hell you're supposed to do. You, you know the drill. If you are listening to the Frankie D Show right now on any of the recorded platforms, such as Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Podbean, other ones, I'm going to put more. Uh, make sure you keep listening to the episodes on those. And yeah, give me a, a review or something if you're listening on Apple. I think actually Spotify now, you could leave a rating, not a review. So I guess, I guess if that is an option, then uh, do that. I don't even know if that's true, but I, I heard that somewhere before. Anyway, if you uh, want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show. On Instagram and Twitter. So all you got to do is remember the Frankie D Show and you will be able to find me. All right, sound good? All right, now, I said this there when I started this up. Hopefully my chat works today because apparently someone was trying to uh, type in uh, last week and I couldn't see it. Right now, it's showing my chat's working. and But it's showing other stuff is blank on the screen. Hopefully this doesn't disconnect me. I want to do this right now in the beginning just in case... Something's not working. I'm going to refresh the screen. So here we go. Hopefully this doesn't disconnect me. And let's see. Uh-oh. Okay. I am back. Hopefully that didn't disconnect me there from you guys. It's saying I'm live right now. So for the people in here right now, type in the chat. Uh... If I don't acknowledge you at all, that just means the chat's not working today, which will stink because I would like, uh, I, I, I want to know your guys' thoughts on some of the stuff I'm going to be talking about today. So that'll uh, just be unfortunate. All right. Anyway, so what's going on, people? I, you know, when I was looking for topics before for the show, you know, I you know I try to get you know a bunch of different things, and I don't want it to just be about you know one topic a show. You know, there's some podcasts they kind of like get one topic, and that whole show they just talk about the one topic, and that's their episode. You know, as you know, every week I I try to get at least two or three topics and stuff. So I'm looking through, and I, I run across this uh, picture, or I guess it was a story. I didn't read the story, but. This, like, you know, story article about Vanessa Hudgens. And Jesus Christ, that chick is sexy. I, I might have even said that on here before. I wouldn't doubt that. But, you know, it's she was in this, like, pink swimsuit. A, a one-piece, even. It wasn't even a bikini. She was in, like, this one-piece. And I'm like, you know, out of all the chicks that get a lot of attention... I mean, don't get me wrong. She gets attention. She's, like... Is she, like, an a, considered an A-lister? I guess she is. She's in the High School Musical movie with Zac Efron and stuff. You know, she is a very popular, more, you know, mainstream uh, star. Yet, I feel like she doesn't get the attention of her, for, that she deserves for her hotness. In terms of her acting ability and the stuff she's in, I feel like I never actually really see her in anything. I feel like, you know, between her and Zac Efron, Zac Efron was the breakout star. He's really in a lot of movies. She's not. But she is ridiculously hot, and, you know, I feel like that has to be spoken about. She's in this One Piece. I feel like One Pieces don't really get the the respect they deserve. I feel like everyone's like, I oh, know, put a bikini on. And don't get me wrong, we all like to see some belly. But, you know, like Pam Anderson, she had her One Piece swimsuit that, you know, everyone knows about. Uh, Farrah Fawcett had hers. And uh, Vanessa Hudgens, she was in this pink one, this pink One Piece. And I'm like, Jesus, this chick is fucking sexy. So everyone will have to go check her out. And also, you know, 
I mean, I guess chicks do this with bikinis also. I feel with the one pieces especially, though, they make sure, at least these days, that they stick that one piece so far up their ass that you have no choice but to see their ass. You know, I, you know, I don't know if it was always like that with the one pieces, but now I feel like it's like, oh, well, we got to show something if we're not showing belly. So they, they make sure they do that. I mean, I know the chicks, especially with the thong bikinis, they definitely show their asses with bikinis too, but I feel like, you know, they make sure these days that if we're wearing a one piece, we got to show our butts. Was it always like that? I feel like girls really wanted to use to, like, cover up. It's like, we, we want to look sexy to an extent, but we, no, we can't just be showing you our whole ass. But now it's like, nope, we are shoving our bathing suits up there. You are seeing our asses. You can't touch, but you will see them. You will make your, we, we will make you want to be with us, but that is all we will be doing. It's like, ha, oh, you fucking teases. But anyway, everyone, go uh, look up this picture. You know, Vanessa Hudgens, though, over the years, I mean, you know, I never really saw her many interviews as, a, you know, back when she first started, honestly. But when I see her in interviews now, it, something seems a little off about her. But I, I guess that just might go with the Disney territory, even though she wasn't, like, on a Disney show, but the High School Musical movie was a, a Disney movie. And, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it just goes with that. I mean... Like, Disney stars, every one of them, like Miley Cyrus, I shouldn't say every one of them, a lot of them, they go crazy. Miley Cyrus was an example. I think the biggest example was uh, Shia LaBeouf. I feel like he's probably got to be the craziest. And he was on, like, one of those, like, original Disney shows. I think the Nickelodeon stars don't get as crazy, but I feel they also, a lot of them aren't as successful not that the Disney stars were sideshow of, but not, not that they're, like, honestly super successful, though. But uh, I feel like the most crazy that we got out of the Nickelodeon stars is probably Amanda Bynes, and she was on, like, one of the earlier Nickelodeon shows. So, yeah, but I mean, like, with her craziness, though, she's really not that successful, even with Shia LaBeouf's craziness. She's still been in a fuck ton of movies, making a fuck ton of money. But yeah, something, something seems, I don't know, when I hear Vanessa Hudgens talk, I'm like, I don't know, something something just doesn't seem all there with her, but maybe that's just me. Alright, I'm going to just check. It looks like my chat's not working, which is very unfortunate. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't really want to refresh this again. Just, you know, I'm always scared that this thing's just going to cut off on me. Let's see. Yeah. So, sorry, people. You'll just have to leave a comment or something if uh, you wanted to, afterwards, if you wanted to uh, say something. All right, so I'm going to go on to uh, my first topic here, and it is about uh, BMW. I think, you know, everyone knows the car company, BMW. If you don't, then uh, you will know now. It's a German car company. They sell some pretty expensive cars. And apparently, they're going to start charging... A subscri- you know, they're going to have a subscription, kind of like Netflix as a subscription. They're going to have a subscription. $18 a month. Now, that is a, an expensive subscription. So you might be thinking, what is this subscription for if you haven't read the freaking title of this uh, uh, podcast episode? They are charging $18 a month to use your heated seats. Now, you know, I, I don't think anyone is uh, too happy about that. It's like, well, I paid for the fucking car. It's my car. Why the fuck would I? No. But uh, right now, apparently, this is only in South Korea. From what, what I saw, it's only in South Korea. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if uh, they're in more. I don't know if they've started it yet. But apparently, right now, they're, they're trying this out in South Korea. Maybe they think it'll be good. Maybe it'll... I, honestly, I have to imagine... That someone, you know, this is going to be through the uh, internet, right? You, you know, you're paying the subscription. If you want to use it, then you'll pay the $18. If you don't pay the $18, you won't work. I, I got to imagine that someone is going to hack the car somehow. I mean, it's your own car. Like, you know, so it's uh, especially if you pay for it, you're not leasing it. Like, that is your car. So someone's going to probably find a way to hack this thing and use the heated seats that are already in their car. I don't know. I can't see people being happy about this. When I first saw this, I was like, 
do, do, are other car companies really going to uh, follow suit with this? Are they, are they going to be like, oh, well, BMW is doing it. Maybe we should try this out. You know, if we're all doing it, then we got to, uh, you know, then they'll just have to be forced to pay. But it, it, I think that other car companies, there's no way they're going to do it. I, I don't think, I don't know, Chevy, Subaru, I don't know, abundant Toyota, you know. I don't think a lot of them are going to follow suit, really. I think they'll probably actually try to take advantage if the German car companies try to uh, do this. And they'll be like, hey, you don't got to pay a subscription to us. You know, we put the heated seats in there. You get to uh, use them. I, I I don't know how really, though, like, they think they'll make money on this, at least in the beginning. Because... Either people won't, in my, I don't think people are going to want to pay another fucking subscription to go along with their other subscriptions that they pay for a month, especially $18 a month. They're not even trying to start low. It's like, with like five bucks a month. You know, they're, they're going right for 18 bucks a month. And it's like, is it really that important to people? My car doesn't even have heated seats in them. And, uh, you know, so I really don't care. I mean, I know for a lot of people that do have them, it's like they like them, but I don't honestly, they won't pay 18 bucks a month for that. So these people, they're either not going to use the, uh, you know, they're not going to use them or they're going to, uh, I don't know, find another car company. I I just don't see, you know, that, you know, if they, if if heated seats are that important to them, then I just don't think they're going to, uh, use BMW anymore. I, you know, I also think these heated seats are already in there, right? So they have to, uh, that means the parts and the labor already went into it. So, you know, so if they're paying this monthly subscription of 18 bucks a month, rather than, maybe the car was supposed to be, I don't know, this is, I've been hearing this area too. The car might have been more expensive, might, might have been a couple thousand dollars more. If they don't give you this subscription. Now they're giving you this subscription. Maybe the car is a little bit cheaper now. So maybe in the long run. You actually might be saving money on it. But why would BMW want to do that. When they're. It, it, when they're. The, the heaters are still going to be in there. So the parts in the labor. Is still already in there. It, it kind of makes no sense. You know. And, and maybe this is how they'll actually try to just draw people in. Hey look at this. You could actually save. Money on, on buying your car. And then you either don't use the seat, the heat, the heated seats, so you get to save money if you don't use them at all, or you use them and you'll actually save money in the long run. Especially some people only keep their cars three years or something. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I keep mine forever. But, um, so you know, you might have some people that, uh, you know, they might try to do that for the short run. But then after time, we know what they do with subscriptions. They raise the prices. Then it's like, well, what the fuck. They're just heated seats. I don't know. I just I, I think this is stupid. I don't think it's a good plan. I, I don't like the car company still being connected to you in some sort of way. And, you know, they could control something like that. If you buy the fucking car, it's your car. Like, you bought it with heated seats. You should be able to use the heated seats. Why should you have to pay a subscription for something that is already in the car? And like I said, I, I think people are going to hack them. But what the, f- the fuck do I know? All right. Um... Let's see, I've got, uh, well, I got a, an article here. We'll see how much I read through this. BMW is selling a subscription plan for seat warmers for $17 a month. I've seen $18 a month. This is from CBS News. So, BMW is turning to an unusual business model for car buyers in some countries. If you want heated seats, you have to sign up for a subscription plan for $17 a month to get your tush warmed up. The BMW subscription plan for seat heaters is sold in the UK where the fee is about $17 a month and South Korea where it costs about $18 a month. Wait, so the BMW subscription plan for heat heaters is sold in the UK. Okay, so it's the UK and South Korea. Okay. According to The Verge, which earlier reported on the development, according to BMW's UK site, some cars are installed with seat warmers at no extra cost. But to access the actual uh, seat warming function, customers must purchase a $17 monthly subscription plan or else pay up to $416 to unlock the service 
on an unlimited basis. Uh, uh, once the purchase is made, the seat warmers are then activated in your vehicle. The site notes. See, I, I just think other car companies, some might follow suit, but I feel other car companies got to like now use this as part of their marketing plan and be like, hey, we, we won't charge a subscription. But, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, and I, I know uh, BMW, though, at that point will be like, yeah, but we're cheaper to buy a car from. You know, it'll be something like that. Kind of like radio and, and Sirius XM satellite radio. One will say, hey, we're free. You don't got to pay a subscription to us. But then Sirius will say, hey, we got no commercials. So, you know, it'll always go back and forth like that. But I don't know. <laughs> at least with, radio, with satellite radio, you, uh, yeah, you, you pay not as much as you're paying for these uh, heat warm, heat warmer, butt warmers. That's what they are, really. They're butt warmers. You got no FCC if you're listening to music, no commercials at all. Like I don't know, I don't, I don't see me ever wanting to pay fucking eighteen dollars a month to get my ass warmed. Uh, let's see, microtransaction hell. The seat warmer subscription plan sparked a backlash on social media, suggesting that consumers may be growing weary of monthly fees for everything from their video streaming services to clothing like Amazon's personal shopper service. Yeah, see, this sucks. Because that, that, like, everything is turning to subscription. And we can't keep pay it for fucking subscriptions for everything. It's like 10 bucks a month for this, 20 bucks a month for this. You know, it's like, 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 I understand, like, there's so many, it's hard to get commercials, ads for everything, and then the advertisers kind of control you to an extent, this and that. So that's the easiest way to make money. If they could get a lot of people, they can make a lot of money. Uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, entertainment, you know, since they mentioned video streaming. But um, I don't know, for like car, like the car shit and stuff, like just to use something that's already in your car, it just will piss people off. Let's see, and while consumers may be used to paying monthly fees for services like satellite radio, hey, I mentioned that, uh, satellite radio in their cars, it remains unusual to pay a subscription fee for an automobile's hardware elements. Exactly. After all, typically when a consumer buys a car, all the hardware is included as part of the purchase price. Tire, seats, steering wheel, defroster, and so on. Yeah, imagine if they were like, you cannot use your defroster unless you spend, you know, 10 bucks a month. I'd be like, go fuck yourself, BMW. I will, like... Go to another car. car. I'll make my own car if I got to. Like, okay, I probably wouldn't do that, but maybe I'm not using, so you know, someone that's gonna be charging these monthly uh, fees. I hear Tesla was like the one that started making monthly fees uh, for their cars or you know, subscription services or whatever. And I don't know. It doesn't necessarily surprise me. Elon Musk, electric car, trying to be innovative, but I don't know. Let's see, this is, the car will come with all the necessary components, but payment is needed to remove a software block, uh, one Twitter observer noted. Welcome to microtransaction hell. Another Twitter user commented, did BMW starting to sell a subscription fee for heated seats to remove the software that blocks you from gaining access to it? Capitalism doesn't breed innovation. Capitalism breeds a future where people have to jailbreak their car for features that are already built into it. Exactly, you know, it's, I don't know. I know, I know people want money and stuff, but I don't know. This is just fucking ridiculous. Let's see. In, uh, but in 2020, BMW in the U.S. started to a set of subscription services called Functions on Demand. These include a dash camera fee, uh, function called BMW Drive Recorder and a service called BMW Remote Engine Start Function. All right, I, I have a solution. Stop buying the Nazi car. Yeah, just say fuck them. Go to Toyota, go to Chevy, go to Ford, go to Nissan. Fuck them. Maybe try one of the other German car companies out, Audi or Mercedes. This will make me uh, never ever want to buy a BMW in my life. While BMW uh, functions on demand, customers will be able to explore new software-based uh, Features on a short-term basis by purchasing a trial or buying that feature outright for a period of time 
or for the life of the vehicle, the spokesman noted. These are services intended primarily as a digital after-sales solution and will not affect options that were ordered at the time of the vehicle purchase, he added. I, I got a very quick uh, video here. We're going to see what these people say on KTLA 5. Let's see. One second. Here we go. Andy, how does this work? Is it, is it like downloading new software to your car, and if all of a sudden you're like, you know, I really want this heated steering wheel? I admire it, all you guys' uh, spin on this. Like, it's like a cool thing. Oh, yeah. No, it is not a cool thing. I do agree with this guy wearing jeans on the news. You don't see that too often. I, you know, I feel usually you're in a full suit. I get he's in a like a jacket and a button down without a tie with the jeans. Uh, interesting. And we got the girl next to him. She looks cute in a dress and stuff. But uh, who who are these people? Breaking buzz. I, I don't know. At the stage for you. Imagine this. <laughs> you spend all of this money on a brand new BMW 7 Series. You're the envy of the 405. Valets pay you to park it. The luxury <laughs> even makes Cher Calvin blush. Come on. You're Impossible. driving home one frigid LA evening and you're cold, so you reach for the bun warmers yet nothing happens when you push the buttons because somehow you forgot to pay the monthly subscription for heated seats. What? No. It isn't just a horrific prophecy. It's a possibility. Yeah, mm -hmm. fuck that. BMW now gives you the honor to pay them $18 a month to use your heated seats. This right is now, so this is fucking stupid. In South Korea, uh, but you can buy the fully heated seats for $400. Other subscriptions available as well. Heated steering wheels, high beam assistance, and something that makes your electric car sound like a flying saucer. Mm. No word on if this is coming to America, but one expert thinks this could mean billions of dollars of revenue for car companies of in the course. future. So buckle up. Listen, right. they, BMW really needs That's the money. That's what they care yeah. about, the money. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Very true. $18 subscription a month. I don't get That's it. outrageous. Okay. Yeah, because BMW is going broke or something. Yeah, so it sounds like you could buy the, the seats for what, like for the year or something, for 400 something bucks, I think. And I think it's just for the year. I, I don't know. Screw BMW. Okie dokes. Uh, I'm looking at the chat again. It's not, it's not showing any chats in here if you guys are typing. I don't know why the fuck it uh, does that to me. I wonder if I uh, checked something if I have an email saying you cannot use your chat anymore or something like that. But yeah, this is definitely uh, not working. Again, keep trying if you're trying. Maybe it'll randomly show up. But uh, until then, I'm going to just move on to my next subject. Honestly, don't got, I, don't, I don't got too many subjects today, but this one might take a little bit. So I'm just going <clears> to <throat> go right into it. And uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, so I've talked before, obviously. I like talking about the Jake Paul boxing matches. I find them funny. I find it funny that people hate the guy, uh, Jake Paul. I find it funny how he's boxed these MMA fighters. He's knocked them out. And, uh, you know, people... In the beginning, they thought he wouldn't be able to beat the MMA fighters. The UFC fighters, they were like, oh, he wouldn't be able to beat a UFC fighter. Then he beats them. Well, who cares? They're not a real boxer. So... And then he's supposed to, uh, Jake Paul, I, I, I talked about this, he was supposed to box Tommy Fury. So Tommy Fury uh, backs out of, the, out of the match. Apparently he says he couldn't get to the U.S. or something. Jake Paul gave him a date where if he didn't accept the fight by that certain date, then the match is off. He had to find a new opponent. Which, you know, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I think some people were like, well, why couldn't you wait longer? I'm like, well, what happens if he backs out like the day before the fight? Like, Jake Paul does need someone to uh, to box, right? Like, he needs to make that money. So now we get to, uh, you know, now he needs to find a new opponent. Is he going to go back to a UFC fighter? Is he going to do something, something else? Is he going to do another boxer? You know, fight another boxer? And it turns out he is going to box an actual boxer again. Just like Tommy Fury, except it seems like this guy is a better boxer than Tommy Fury. See, I saw the argument with some people. I guess they were scared that Jake Paul was actually going to beat a real boxer when it was Tommy Fury. Uh, because then a lot of people were like, dude, but 
they were like Tommy Fury, like fighting an actual boxer. Tommy Fury isn't even good, but Tommy Fury is an actual boxer. And from what I think I saw, he's undefeated, right? Now I don't think all his opponents though were actual boxers, but some were. And he like Tommy Fury is an actual boxer. <clears throat> now uh, Jake is going to be boxing. Haseem Rahman Jr. I don't know if I pronounced any of that right. Ramen, like ramen noodles or ramen noodles, whatever. Uh, Haseem Rahman Jr. And this guy's an actual boxer. He's got a record of uh, 12 and 1. So, you know, he's... I And from what I think I saw before, six of his... Um, six of his wins were from knockouts. So, you know, sound, sounds all right to me. He's six foot three, so he's taller than Jake. Jake Paul is uh, six foot one. Uh, he weighs more than Jake Paul. Right now, there it doesn't have an exact weight. It says he weighs more than 220 pounds, but apparently in the past, he's weighed more than 250 pounds. So he weighs more than Jake Paul because Jake Paul is like 200 pounds, give or take. It might be 190, might be 210. We'll say 200. So he's heavier than Jake Paul. So on paper to me, this is kind of uh, this is kind of saying that Haseem Rahman Jr. is going to kick Jake's ass, right? That that's what it seems to me. If uh, sorry about that, I I just saw something. Uh, so anyway, on paper it looks like how how could Jake win this? this now that, now this is an actual boxer. He's had many professional fights. Only lost one. However, I don't think that Jake Paul or his team, because let's remember, we got they got to keep this thing going, you know? They can't let Jake Paul lose this fight or their, their money goes down too. Because let's be for real, once Jake Paul loses a fight, uh, you know, the, the money goes down. It might not be completely done. He might do another fight. People will buy the fights. People will watch. But once he loses that first fight, the money will go down. It's pretty... In a way, it is kind of over after that, but I'm sure they they will still find a way to make money from him. How You know, so... And I don't think Jake would accept a fight where he's like, yeah, this guy would kill me. That's why he did start with the UFC fighters and shit. Because, you know, you want to work up to a real boxer. So, I, I think he has a chance of winning this. People are going to be like, dude, are you stupid? This guy's a real boxer. He's bigger. He's heavier. But again, like I just said, why would his team let him go into a boxing match that they think he'll just get his ass kicked in? That, that wouldn't be good. Unless he's tired of boxing and he's like, all right, I need to, uh, I need to go out on a bang or something would you use a real boxer but I don't I don't think he wants to be done boxing I don't think he wants to lose yet now there there are videos apparently of Jake sparring with Haseem Rahman Jr. also apparently Haseem Rahman Jr.'s dad uh, is Haseem Rahman apparently again I don't know if I'm saying their names right uh, apparently he's a professional boxer too I'm guessing retired now but apparently he was a professional boxer and he was very good Himself. And uh, so there's videos of Jake Paul sparring Haseem Rahman Jr. And apparently Jake was looking good in these sparring sessions. Apparently he, w- he was doing uh, much better in the sparring sessions. Now, sparring isn't a real boxing match, so who knows what you could go by with that. However, if they were sparring with each other, they've seen this guy box before. They've seen Jake box before. You know, I'm talking about Jake's team. And, you know, Jake himself has seen Hazim Rahman Jr. Uh, box before. There must be something we don't know. That they're like, all right, Jake has... J- they must think Jake has a pretty good chance of winning this. Because, again, I don't think they're going to be putting him in matches that they think he will just get decimated in. Now, I'll be the first one to say... This guy is a legit boxer. He is bigger and stuff. This definitely could be the, the match that we see Jake get beaten. For sure. There's no doubt about that. Now, if Jake does actually end up winning this, 
there's two things that are probably going to happen. Either people are going to say it was rigged because how could Jake beat him? The knockout might look weird. The The point system will be weird. So that, that that's one. Or two, there will be another excuse and somehow Jake didn't really win fairly. So that, that seems to, you know, I don't think people are still going to try to give him respect if he beats him. But uh, I don't know. I guess that tech, I guess there's three options. I guess that is the third option, though, that I don't see coming. People will be like, wow, he did it. He beat a pro boxer. Respect. He, I, he could hang, he maybe could hang with some of the boxers now. Now, that would be his first boxing match against a pro boxer. So, what do you do at that point? Do you stop there at a pro boxer? Do you fight another pro boxer on the same level as him? Do you do a rematch with them? Or do you try to take on a better pro boxer? You know, I don't know. When I first saw this, though, and you know, and there's still definitely a piece of me that thinks this. Jake really might lose this one. The fun might be over after this. You won't, you know. I mean, people will still be hating on him. And he'll still be sticking up for himself, which could still be uh, entertaining to watch. But, I don't know. Like, the, you know, the... Once he loses the fight, the, the magic's kind of gone. It's fun watching him piss people off. Like, after that, it's like, dude, you already got your ass knocked out. Now, the UFC fighters in the past, they were cocky with Jake. They were like, yeah, we're UFC fight. Of course, we'll kick your ass. And it's funny, because if you took a normal person, like, if you took me, who's never boxed in his life or anything, no martial arts experience, stuff like that, and I said, I'm going to train for the next year or something, and then I'm going to box a professional UFC fighter, everyone would say to me, Frank, we don't care if you just trained for a year with the best trainers in the world in boxing. There is no way in hell one year of training or whatever uh, will prepare you to actually beat a professional UFC fighter. That, like, that guy will knock you out in boxing. Even, you know. And then, you know, if I said, well, what if I beat a uh, a YouTuber in boxing? And a professional basketball player, huh? They'd be like, yeah, no, that doesn't matter. These are UFC fighters. You're just a normal dude doing a podcast. Just because you do, you know, training for those boxing matches, now training, you know, for so many months to a year for a UFC fighter. No, this guy's going to knock your ass out. And if I actually pulled off the the knockout, I think people would give me props. I'd be like, damn, was not seeing that coming. Uh, Jay clearly didn't uh, get that. He has to box a real boxer. And uh, personally, I like seeing this thing, as I've said many times, I like seeing this keep going. So, of course, I'd want to see him box a real boxer. There is a part of me, though, that wishes, you know, I do kind of like the uh, celebrity-type matches. I wish those could have gone longer because now once, you know, he goes to a real boxer, you really can't go back. You know, I don't give a fuck about seeing his brother and him box. I mean, let's be for real, Logan sucks. He tied his first boxing match against KSI, a YouTuber. He tied his second one with him. No, blah. He tied his first one, lost his second one. That's it. I mean, sooner or later, we'll probably see him in the ring again just so he knows he could get a win. Then he boxes, you know, Logan, he boxes Floyd Mayweather, but there's no points there. There was no knockout, so who the fuck knows who won that? Uh... Let's see. I I know the KSI guy, the one that beat Logan, the brother. And didn't he only beat him because uh, Logan hit him on the back of the head? But they're saying, but he thinks he could take Jake on when Jake's probably, you know, he's taken on actual UFC fighters and he's kept training and shit. Uh, but um, yeah, K, some people are saying KSI, but like no one wants to see that now. Now he's, you know, KSI's a YouTuber. Now he's on to boxers. But even, let's say, a Conor McGregor. Some people might want to see that. He's, you know, one of the most famous UFC fighters. Some people might still want to see Conor McGregor. But if he beats the Sasim Rahman Jr., can he go back to a Conor McGregor? I don't think so. Conor lost to Floyd, who's a real boxer. 
And if Jake Paul beats a real boxer, how could he go back to a UFC fighter? I don't think, I think Connor would have been a good money grab, but I also don't know if it would have been good for this now. Now that he's done two matches uh, with Tyron Woodley, he's done one with Ben Askren. People really don't want to see a UFC fighter anymore. Now, maybe after Tyron, instead of Tyron number two, maybe that would have been okay. Definitely for Tyron number one, it would have been okay, even though even after Ben Askren, everyone said fight a real boxer. But, um, I yeah, I, I can't see him going back to, to uh, UFC fighters if he can actually pull off the win with Haseem Rahman Jr. I can't see it. The only way I could possibly see it is if he boxed uh, someone like, I don't know, maybe like someone just a fuck ton bigger than him, like Brock Lesnar, who I think, see, see, maybe uh, people would disagree with me. Maybe some people would be like, don't box Brock Lesnar. Uh, he, he's not a boxer. You'll, you know, but in my head, Brock Lesnar would smash him even if it was a, a, a boxing match. Because he's just so much bigger. I feel one punch would kill him. Same with uh, Bobby Lashley. He's a WWE guy, but he was in Bellator MMA. You know, that, that MMA organization. But I think he trains in boxing also. M- then maybe Jake could, could go back a little bit. Just because the guys are so much bigger than him. That if he could actually beat him in a boxing match, maybe it would be impressive. I don't know. Okay. I uh, have a video here from the Jake Paul and Haseem Rahman Jr. press conference, and we're going to take a few minutes to uh, listen to that, talk about that. Let me see. We will start it right here, I think. Too quick. Now we'll go back a I little bit. I just think that I... Hold on. Uh, he feels as the perhaps... We will go back. I'm excited like... Hold on. Mr. Fisher said... I want to ask Haseem Sr. Okay, here we go. We'll a question start here. or two, if I can. Um, as Mr. Fisher said, uh, around 20 or so years ago, you fought in this venue once. Now to see your son, top of the bill, world's most famous arena, fighting someone like Jake Paul. What do you make of all of this? I'm excited. I'm excited like everybody else. Um, <clears throat> yeah, of course. I mean, why wouldn't you be excited? This is probably your son's biggest bag of money he will ever be able to make in his life. Like, why wouldn't you be excited? Oh, once anyone could get the opportunity at this, they should be ecstatic. The fact that Tommy Fury pulled out of this really does show how stupid he is. Like, he was going to make millions of dollars off this one fight. Like, I, I don't know. Who gives a shit if you lose? Really? You're making all that money? Dude, like, people even say now. Like, that's why when they said, oh, he picked Tommy because he, he'd be an easy target, even though it's funny because he is a real boxer. But, you know, apparently Tyson Fury is the real boxing uh, member of that family, and Tommy Fury came from like a reality TV background and stuff. So who cares if you like if you lose, make the money. But uh, and but you are a real boxer, and you said a lot of you know a lot of shit. You thought you could win, so I don't know. I don't know why he uh, dropped out instead of just being ecstatic that he was finally going to make like a lot, a lot of money. So all right, let's see. Hasim Rahman now the dad is talking. I just, I'm, I don't just know how I'm going to feel when Jake's 100 billion fans. That's a lot of, 100 billion? Gee, I don't think that many people like Jake, jeez. They hate my son. After the fight, they're going to hate him. I don't know, I think he's underestimating how many people hate Jake Paul, and I, I think he is thinking Jake Paul has way more fans than he actually has. How do you feel about the fact that it seems as though Jake has chosen your son as his next opponent that perhaps as i saw in an interview with your son in fight hype recently that uh he feels as though jake is looking past him or thinks that he's uh, the easy matchup for him all right so before he even answers that i i i don't even necessarily think that jake thinks he's the easy uh target i think he knows going into a boxing match with uh an actual boxer is going to be the hardest one, but I think he did think Tommy Fury was probably the easiest, Then that's why he was given the uh, first opportunity. I think he is trying to be strategic with this, though maybe not an easy win, but definitely a possible win. He doesn't want to go, you know, get knocked out in the first minute or something and have that be it. Yeah, um, 
Also, if anyone wants to uh, check this out, this is the uh, press conference with Jake Paul, uh, Haseem Rahman Jr. It's on YouTube. Ariel Hawani is the one that is uh, hosting this right now. Disrespectful. Uh, his mic is sucking. Uh, he just said it's disrespectful. <laughs> uh, because uh, Jake, Jake, Jake is a real fighter. He's a real fighter, and we respect that. I uh, said so they are giving him props. I mean, Ben Askren, Tyron Woodley were not giving him props. They were, you know, they were saying he's a fake fighter and stuff. There is a part of me, though, especially with these press conferences, that they don't give a fuck. It, you know, I really think Tyron Woodley was trying to put on a show. He was like, all right, I'm getting this money. Uh, and shit. I even been asking. I do think they're kind of putting on shows by saying, "Bro, you ain't a real fighter and shit like that," or "You ain't a real boxer," but whatever. They're the they're going a different route. They're saying, "Oh, he's a real uh fighter." Now it's funny because Sim Robin Jr. looks kind of pissed here next to his dad. He's just kind of sitting there with his arms crossed. I don't know if he's like, "What the hell have I got myself into?" or what it is. But he looks pissed here. The dad though, he's the one talking right now. But I just, I just think that um. I think his dad's got a lazy eye here. I wonder if that was from boxing. He's moving too quick. All right, so he's saying the dad is saying here that he we we he is a real fighter. We respect that he's a real fighter. But before he gets to real boxers, he needs to fight some more. Uh, you know, fight fight some more UFC fighters and maybe some shittier boxers before he could. Get up to uh, our standard. I think. But then, again, even if he actually did fight real boxers that were shittier people, wouldn't even give Jake the respect for that. They'd be like, well, he boxed shitty boxers. It's like, yeah, but aren't you the same people that are saying he's not a real boxer at all? And he can't even take on a boxer? So, anyway, let's see what the dad's got to say here more. He picked the wrong guy at the wrong time. So, um, just... Moving too quick for your slow-ass son who's not going to be able to hit me. Yeah, you're right. I am moving too quick. Fast as shit. (laughs) Oh shit! Today, Rick Flair with the with the WWE stuff again, but I mean. Oh, he's comparing Jake Paul to Ric Flair right now, saying Jake's got a big fucking mouth here. When we when we get in the ring, then we get in the ring. So. You're not in the ring, sir. Your son's in the ring. He can't fight for you. You can't fight for talking, him. Excuse me for talking. Why you interrupting? Why why you being rude? You saying we in the ring? I will say, you know, it is it is his time to talk, but he didn't necessarily... Did he interrupt him there? Like, interrupting is usually when the other person's talking and then you come in and interrupt. He His sentence was finished and Jig did come in. Are, are they not allowed to go back and forth like that? Because that's why we all watch these press conferences. Why you, We're not getting in. You're not in the ring. It's me versus your son. And it, that's that what is, he doesn't understand either. That is true. It is him versus... The son. So I guess Jake is saying, like, yeah, dude, you were a good boxer. Your son sucks, though. Like, you were good, like, but you're not in there. I'm boxing your son, and he sucks. He thinks he's you. He thinks he's you, and that's his biggest mistake. He's not you, and August 6th, people are going to see that. I'm ending that whole-ass legacy that your whole-ass family got. I didn't even know they had a legacy. I never could have. I could have won my whole life without knowing that if Jake Paul wasn't even boxing this guy. It's over with. August 6th. Well, if you want to really talk about <clears throat> legacy and family. <clears throat> what, what is he going to bring up? Logan Paul or something? What's he talking about legacy and f- family for now? And after he beat you, I got a little brother. Okay. That's a cruiserweight. Okay. That you can rematch my son while he beat you for the second time. Okay. And I got a little brother, Muslim Cajun, undefeated. Can be- He's trying to get his whole family money now. He's like, wait, wait, actually, before you even go against my brother, the cruiserweight, rematch my son real quick. You know, have him make another some more millions. And then I got a brother. He's a cruiserweight. You could box him too. He's just trying to get money over his family. They you know, they they love these people love when Jake Paul calls him out. Beat your brother. I already beat his ass in sparring too, and he knows that too. We got the footage. Oh shit. So so Again, sparring is different though. Sparring's not like act you know. Actual boxing, but you know that does give you uh, an idea. I'm guessing, right? That's why you spar to practice, right? So, so you can just be all. They, they be, they be, they be with this footage stuff. Man. Finally, we got Hasim Rahman Jr. talking now. Let's see what he's gonna say. Man, they be putting out what they want to put out. Did you did you put out the footage when you turn around and ran away from me in the ring? Oh shit! I ain't put that up. <clears throat> oh shit! You turned your back and ran like a like a. I ain't gonna cuss, but you turned yeah. back and ran. So 
Well, why you ain't put that out? You put out what you want to put out, content creator. We're going to see you on August 6th, man. <laughs> content creator. If I can ask you, Haseem Jr., yesterday, uh, Jake said on my show that uh, there was some doubt as to whether or not you would show up. Can you clear? I love how Ariel Hawani had a say. He said, on my show, like, everyone go check it out. Some product placement here, please. Jake Paul was on it. That whole story up. Were you Look, threatening not to show up? Were you asking for more? Bismillah. Uh, I, first and foremost, I want to thank Allah for this opportunity and uh, just to be here on this on this platform. He is like, I do. Like, I am. Thank you, Lord. I am making this money. Who? Be at the stage. This is such a huge opportunity. I, I never once, ever once, even second guessed or or sec even doubted the outcome of this fight. It's, it's, I did no negotiation through the, uh, through the internet, and I'm not going to, but uh, whatever they sent me, they sent me and they said, look, this is take it or leave it. Either you take it or you leave it or there ain't no fight. And I took it, and that's that. And we she was like, money's too good. I never, uh, I always knew I was gonna win, but that's the same thing the other guy said that lost to him. Uh, and he's like, yeah, fuck that. I'm, that money was good enough for me. No negotiations here. Be here right now. So all this BS about going back and forth about uh, everybody. Know, well, we know that because we, we, we we've been in this game a long time. But um, all that stuff back and forth about the money or whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm going to be the lowest paid opponent, but I'm the biggest. I'm, I'm, I'm the biggest. I'm the one that's giving you the, any credibility. Wait, wait, he, he's saying he's the lowest paid opponent? That I find weird. I'm curious, who was the highest paid then? Was it Tyron? Or was it Askren? I feel like it had to be one of those. Because I know people were excited with Ben Askren. Because he, uh, you know, he was like the first actual fighter, not like a basketball player or a, uh, a YouTuber. And that caught a ton of attention. Tyron 1 was pretty big because now it wasn't like chubby Ben Askren. It was an actual fighter, but this guy was actually like in shape. Tyron 2, I don't think, was that big really. He just needed an opponent, and people were like, yeah, we already saw Jake knock you out. Or no, not knock you out. We already saw Jake beat you. But it was nice to see a knockout in that second one. Uh, I would think this one though would be one of the like the higher, if not highest, paid opponent because now he's fighting. Uh, now he's boxing a real boxer, but apparently he uh, is the lowest paid opponent. I did not know that. Uh, you know, maybe I misunderstood him there, but that's what I I got out of it. That is uh, interesting. But yeah, now he's going on to say, but I give him respect. He is a real boxer, or not, or he is a real fighter, or whatever. None of your other opponents gave you any credibility. So why shouldn't I get more than him? Is he trying to say he should get more money because he's giving him credibility? Like, yeah, dude, you're a real fighter. Now give me some more money. These other guys said you weren't a real fighter. They, they should have gotten paid less. I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe if he did actually talk more shit and said he wasn't a real fighter, maybe that would bring him more money to the press conferences and shit, and he maybe would. I don't fucking know. But, like I said, I'm not here to negotiate through the media. I'm not here to do none of that. I'm, I'm, I'm here to end this facade that he's calling a career. So we're going to see. We will. I mean, you, you can kind of say it is a career. Let's be for real. If he ended, whether win or lose, uh, his fight after this, you could say uh, he, if he, if he ends his boxing career, whatever, you want to call it after this, whether he wins this match or loses this match, he could technically, he could retire. He's made so many millions on the boxing alone that you could say, yeah, he had a, he had a short career in it, but he was able to retire on it. So I wouldn't really say it's a uh, facade there. And, and we're going to see on August 6th when Jake Paul fall, we definitely going to see that. Someone's raising Jake, I've hand. heard them say now a couple times, sparring isn't fighting. That, that sparring match that you guys had about two years ago isn't exactly what's to come and that you're perhaps putting a little too much stock into that. What's your response? Well, I don't know why they're so worried. The fact that they keep on saying that's a telltale sign. Sparring isn't fighting because, I mean, you're probably a little bit nervous about what happened. But obviously... What it's, happened? Obviously, what happened? 
Obvious, what happened? Obviously, what happened? It's different. Nothing. Under the you, lights. You be bringing up the spawn. Uh, you don't want posted the spawn. Under oh, the, you don't like getting interrupted, do you? Under the lights, 10 ounce gloves, of course, is different. That's why I do this sport. I don't do this sport to spar. I do this shit to fight. And when he gets under the lights, Madison Square Garden. You ain't fought nobody. In front of 20,000 people. You ain't fought people. nobody. Nobody. Who, Everybody you fought have been their debut. Who have you fought? Everybody you fought have been their debut. Who have you fought? Tyrone Woodley, UFC champion. I just fought somebody 20 and ben 0. Askren. All right, so he just said he just fought somebody 20 and 0. From my understanding, again, could be wrong about this. You'll have to, you know, look this up. His last fight, I think, was that one for the 12 and 1. He lost his last fight, which could be from what from what I saw. Uh, so if that is true, if he did lose that last fight, then that could be another reason why Jake and his uh, team picked this guy. They're like, well, he sparred him. We see what they're both capable of. He has a chance of winning. Plus, he lost his last fight. Now, now his career might be going downwards. He's He wasn't looking so great in the ring. So, you know, maybe that was part of it. Now, clearly this this is like a big uh, publicity one. People will be talking about it. I, I think he will train his very hardest for this. Well, you... You'll see it in a little bit because I did watch uh, some of this before. Then he might have not been the best uh, prepared for that last uh, boxing match. So, buddy, I guess he might have known, though. Not a ton of people be talking about it. You know, who cares? And if he wins or loses uh, this one, though, I don't think he wants to actually lose to Jake Paul. What are you Champion. talking about? They, Nate Robinson. Champions in MMA. NBA, champions in MMA. NBA, NBA champion. No boxes. And that's why you're next no on boxes. the list. You're no next boxes. on the list. So, yeah, Jake's kind of saying here. Yeah, but that's why, yeah, they, they were my stepping stones to get me to a real boxer. I wasn't just going to box of, you know, a real boxer to begin with, you dumbass. And that's why you're next now. You're you next on the no, list. I, I know. I You're know. next on the list. I know. And it's going to be your first loss. You. No shit. Your first no shit. That's Don't why turn I'm your back. No, that's kind of funny. He's saying this is going to be your first loss. And Jake's clearly not paying attention because he's saying no shit. No shit. It's like, oh, this, so this is going to be your first loss? Should I start putting my money uh, betting bet now? I can run like you did when we spot. Don't do that. And I will be using both hands. You'll Trust see. Me. You'll and see. I will be using both hands. You'll see. I got something yeah. for you. Was he, not using, use, was he not using both hands the first time? One hand when I sparred him. <laughs> oh. oh man. I only use one hand. He I can't even spar nobody with one hand. Wait, I thought the video was out. Was that in the video of them sparring? Him using one hand or is he just kind of bullshitting right now? I would just love to put out this <laughs> he can't. He can't even spar nobody with one hand. He's not even at that level. Oh. I box this man with one hand behind my back, and he turned. I box this man with one hand, and I promise you, I promise you, he turned his back. He turned his back and ran from me. That's 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 what's going on in his whole camp. His dad's trying to talk right now. If you hear that voice in the background, that's all they do. Look, 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 Rock. Don't do this. Don't switch southpaw. Don't 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 sit here and say you don't, because when I spar you, you do the same thing. It's always a handicap, and that's what I was trying to tell him. It's a handicap in here. Don't get, don't get too, you know what I'm saying, too confident. I'm, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I've been trying to help him since I came here, but he, 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 he thinks he's, I don't know what he thinks is going on, but he definitely barking up the wrong tree. I'm going to fuck you up. So a lot of people are reading, uh, I'm reading the uh, chat right now from this press conference. A lot of people are saying in here that it seems lying right now, so I guess they must have seen the... Uh, the uh, sparring footage, which I actually haven't even looked at yet. Uh, I'm guessing that he, that's what they're saying. He was lying about that. I, I guess he wasn't actually boxing with one hand behind his back or whatever. All right, this is tremendous theater. I want to give you guys uh, a it chance is good to ask some questions as well. So let's open it up and let's keep this uh, rolling here. As you can see, no love lost between Haseem Rahman Jr. and Jake Paul. My friend, you're up first. Yeah, hi, this is Maestro. Uh, I'm, I'm very pleased that we see a former heavyweight champion of the world right here in the scene, Rock Rockman. Champ, what? Yeah, round of applause. Oh. Champ, what is it about your son that you think gives Jake Paul the confidence here we go. That he seems to have to take on your, your son on August 6th? Flat out, flat out. 
flat out, I'm gonna give you the honest answer. I don't know if my son gonna like it. Uh oh. Just gonna tell the truth. Uh oh. Um, my son has really underperformed, oh. underprepared. Ouch. For for pretty much all of his fights. Underperformed and underprepared for all of his fights. That just sounds like a fucking diss right there. It's like, yeah, he, my son sucks. He's a slacker and he sucks. So, he, but he will be ready for this. This is the one, though, that he won't slack on and that he will overperform on. What? <laughs> Do you agree with that, Asim Jr.? I think that the potential has not been reached yet. So, yeah, I agree. I think that I could definitely have performed better in all my fights. So, but it's kind of weird that they're saying he's underperformed in all his fights when he, you know, won majority of them besides one. So, you know, that, that is kind of weird. But, of, you know, of course, Jake's got to take advantage of this now. His dad just said he underperformed and uh, and uh, and shit in, in all his fights. So that's uh, very weird. So, uh, on August 6th, we're going to come fully prepared. Dad, why'd you say that at the press conference, Dad? <laughs> What are you talking about? He just told you to tell the truth. This ain't nothing he ain't said to me before. What are you talking about? Uh, bring your so, kid to work. so he tells him in uh he tells him, you know, in his spare time, hey son, you suck. What are you talking about? He just told you to tell the truth. This ain't nothing he ain't said to me before. What are you talking about? It's bring your kid to work day. Yeah, all right. Bring bring look, bring your gloves and your boots on August 6th. Cause I might knock you out of both of them. Up next. Jake, oh, good afternoon. Um in your previous fights, you've shown the world that you take boxing very seriously. It's your full-time job right now. But this is the first time you're fighting a professional boxer who also takes it seriously. Does your training camp, does your preparation differ at all now? No, nothing changes. We know he's going to come out southpaw. So, I mean, fighting a southpaw for the first time. Uh, but other than that, nothing really changes. You know, I fight professional boxers in the gym spar him all the time two three times a week for the past three years guys way better than him steve cunningham three-time world champion guys like that caliber so nothing really changes we're prepared for this and so so when we we'll spar, why couldn't why couldn't turn southpaw when we spar? why your why your corner and your trainers and you were so adamant well, you, about you were south, southpaw. you turned southpaw in that too not. we had the footage i did not go show it show me some we, turn, we show me the footage. Southpaw. i for one would like to see this footage Show me turn footage, please. We have the footage, but I'm going to let please, when you do show the footage, when you show the footage, when you show the footage, I'm going to post the footage of you turning around. Show the footage of you turning around as soon as you get the backpack. You got your ass beat and you know it. How? How? You in here jumping on top of turnbuckles. Do they do that in boxing match? I've never seen a boxer jump on top of the turnbuckles. That's more of a WWE thing. But, I, you know, I'd be pretty cool. There's no winner or losing in Spawn. That's true. There's no winner or losing in Spawn. So what are you talking about? I was there to work with you, to actually help you get confidence to go against a, 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 a guy that was 5'5 five, five with no fights. So what are you talking about? And I still was handicapped. Boxing you with one hand. Go watch the tape. Then why, I didn't why even you, use my right hand. Then why were you so mad? I didn't so even ma- use my right then hand. Then why were you so mad after? When I backed you in the corner. Then why were you so mad after? When I backed you in the corner. Why were you so mad after Why you turn around and run? Why are you turn around and run? Who runs in a boxing ring? You why were you so mad after? He's a runner. He's a track star. Oh, we're singing. Why are you running in a boxing ring? Do you know how to box? Have you learned that yet? You learned that you can't run yet? You're going to see. Have you learned that? Have you learned that much see. yet that you can't be running in the ring? You learned that yet? I think he learned it. It's only been 18 months. Uh, Keith Eidick, Boxing Scene. All right, that's uh, all we're going to do for the uh, press conference there. If you want to check it out, go check it out on YouTube. All right, uh, that is all I'm going to do for the uh, show today. Like I said, I only had a few topics, but I thought that one would take a while. Up. Uh, so, for everyone here right now, I'm sorry that my chat wasn't working. You know, if you want to type something in, try one more time. We'll see if I'll be able to see it. But as far as I've seen, there's been nothing in the chat, and I've seen people uh, here. And last week, I know I, people were saying we were typing in, and you weren't responding. So, I am uh, sorry that this chat on here sucks. But uh, anyway, so I'm going to end the show for the day. So, for everyone listening right now, if you're listening on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Uh, ding the bell, hit smash, 
the subscribe button. Do whatever the fuck you're supposed to do on there. If you're listening on any of the recorded platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Podbean, Amazon, wherever the hell you're listening, follow me on there. Keep listening to the episodes. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Sound good? All right. I should be back uh, next week at 3 p.m. Eastern. Hopefully, uh, everything works better then in terms of the chat and stuff. Alrighty. I am out, everyone. Peace.